You listen to this podcast every day because it's your KC local reliable news source. You take us seriously. But you know, we like to get down and we want you to party with us. Join us at our annual benefit, Radioactive, on June 14th. NPR's All Things Considered host, Ari Shapiro, is the featured guest at this party, and it's gonna be bumping. You gotta be there. Sponsorship packages and ticket information are available at kcur.org slash radioactive. This is Up to Date on KCUR 89.3. Thirteen religious leaders across the state of Missouri are filing a lawsuit to challenge the state's abortion ban, which they call a violation of the separation of church and state. Two of those clergy members are from right here in Kansas City, and they both join us now. They are Rabbi Doug Elpert, who's with Congregation Call Me. Uh, thanks always for joining us, Rabbi. Good to have you here. Thank you. Good to be here, Steve. Also with us is Reverend Holly McKissick. She's a pastor over at the Peace Church of the United Church of Christ. Reverend, good to have you back. Welcome. So how was it that this group, uh, Rabbi, was able to come together to actually take legal steps against the state here? Well, the principal attorneys from a a couple of different not-for-profits were were really looking for plaintiffs like us, people who were clergy who were very concerned uh, about the the abortion restrictions in Missouri. It's this flat-out ban. So that's Americans United for Separation of Church and State and uh, National Women's Law Center. So you were solicited, it sounds like. Uh, yes. Um, with with help, I think. Actually, they approached Holly first, and I think she kind of s- sent him my way, too. <laughs> yeah. Reverend McKissick, is this something that you've seen elsewhere in other states, or did the group, you know, what, what are you seeing across the country right now? Well, part of what's really fascinating about this lawsuit is um, the heart of the lawsuit is the separation of church and state, which, of course, is enshrined in our Constitution. But even more so, which I think many of us didn't realize, Missouri, the separation of church and state is even a deeper, wider, taller wall that from our founding in 1820, the Missouri Compromise, the founders wrote this beautiful, wondrous document which protected people, not just freedom of religion, but freedom from religion. Hmm. And so the Washington, D.C., the folks who come together, aligning themselves with those of us in Missouri, in many ways chose Missouri because we have such a wondrous, powerful constitution that that protects us all. Why are you looking at this as a religious issue? A lot of people would say abortion may have religious overtones to it, but it's really about other things, too. Um, The reason we're talking about religion is if it feels right now that a group of people are in power and are controlling us who have a punitive, confining, restrictive, infantilizing view of women, and they're taking their religious view and putting on us, it's because they do. Because the the, um, legislators who passed HB 126 in 2019 were really clear that they were doing this um, in accordance with their own faith. They used the word God and God Almighty and life begins at conception. And that doesn't represent at all my faith, Doug's faith. The majority of people in Missouri are with me and Doug, faith of no faith. They, They believe that everyone should be able to practice their own view when it comes to really critical decisions about their life. Rabbi, you obviously see it the same way. Oh, absolutely, and 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 I think one of the interesting things about the lawsuit is I when when they first contacted me, I I more expected it would be under denying my free expression of religion, particularly in counseling my congregants in issues of abortion or reproductive rights, but it's really the the fact, as Holly mentioned, that our legislatures were really all really were and are establishing a specific religious point of view and foisting 
that religious point of view on the rest of us. In the Jewish world, the life of the mother always takes precedent over the embryo, right up until the baby is born. Clearly, the laws that it, the, the abortion bans that have been established in Missouri de- deny me that that right to to exercise Jewish law and how hmm. I counsel my congregants. But moreover, that that's it's the point, and it's also beside the point because the real point is no one religion should govern you know be be part and parcel of how the government legislates on the issue yeah you know a lot of uh, abortion rights folks uh, reverend mckissick might be sitting out there wondering so what took you so long to file the lawsuit well obviously they've been um it's a really brilliantly written brief for 84 pages i mean they wanted to do this right and they wanted to build it correctly and they've been i mean Dobbs was passed you know what it was overturned in june so they've been doing doing their due diligence and i wanted to follow up on what rabbi said that i represent um, the mainline protestant more progressive view which is really again the majority of americans and unlike this law the laws that are the abortion bans, which really come out of this, and the legislators talked about life beginning at conception. That's not our view. That's not the view of the majority of Americans. Our view is, to be honest, more in line with um, the Jewish view, but it's more in line with an idea of personhood. We don't talk about um, – we talk about personhood, like at what point does a fetus have the rights of a person? And that's hard to put on a billboard on I-70, mm-hmm. but for most of us it would be more around viability. And the fact that the average American believes that – and sees a distinction between a fetus at six weeks and a fetus at 26 weeks. And a real simple ethical thing is if the three of us went over to St. Luke's to the nursery right now and there was a fire and we could grab one thing, a newborn or three embryos, we'd grab the newborn because an embryo is not a person. A person is a person. And so our faith has been trampled on by a narrow, rigid, confining, restrictive group of people, and that's what we're speaking out against. I'm Steve Kraske, and you're listening to Up to Date, on KCUR 89.3. We'll be right back. This is Up to Date on KCUR 89.3. I'm Steve Kraske. Rabbi Elper, tell us about the other plaintiffs uh, that, that are involved in this case, because it's a wide swath of religions that are represented in the group that you're involved with. Yeah, and I think that's the point. Um, uh, uh, the rabbis, people of, of, of various Christian denominations, um, and again, we we all respect each other's point of view and and feel like our own point of view should be respected too i think one other thing i want to add um when you know is to really emphasize the risk to the health of of mothers of those of those who are pregnant and and how these these abortion bans put in serious jeopardy the health of mothers, the life of mothers. It, you know, the other Jewish tenet that I employ, it's called pikuach nefesh, sanctity of human life, and nothing more important than And the, so the sanctity of the life of those who are carrying an embryo is the uh, of the utmost importance in all this. So where are we in the course of uh, this lawsuit here, uh, Holly? It's been filed. Um, but obviously this might take a long time to sort of adjudicate. How's this going to play out? Well, I think we don't know. They're going to play it out. They're obviously going to be back and forth trying to move on that. So what we're trying to do right now, too, is just get people out there speaking up, writing letters to the editor. You know, our voices are really the majority voices. And to kind of go along with what Doug said, we come from an understanding that life is messy and complicated. Forty-six percent of pregnancies today are unintended. 
not 46% of teenage pregnancies. Wow. 46% of, teen, of pregnancies. Where's that number coming that from? That number comes from that's like a, that's long, a big it's number. It's a big number. It's a big number. University of California, San Francisco, Turnaway Study, they have done some really remarkable um, studies on this. So that's actually a figure that goes across, you know, some other countries too. But it says something about how complicated this all is. And, um, you know, so people, and, and, and the majority of women who come in for an abortion are using birth control in the month they become pregnant. But, you know, they run out, they um, try to stretch it. Um, we have like 19 million people in this country who live in a contraception desert. So what our traditions are about, of course, is trying to look at the holistic health of all people, which also includes thinking about, you know, people who are disproportionately impacted by yeah. this, the poor people of color, mm-hmm. our women serving on military bases, predominantly in the South, who now right. have to drive, you know, hundreds of miles. So, Rabbi, what do you help, uh, what do you hope comes out of this? What's, what's, What's the objective here? That the uh, abortion bans codified in Missouri law are held to be unconstitutional and, and abrogated. If, if that happens, what what would go uh, take its place? What law would be in effect then? I I, I think um, it, it would be as if I, I guess you know what what Kansas has right okay. now, which is. People can go into a clinic. I'm, I'm also on the board of Planned Parenthood Great Plains, mm-hmm. um, and and they not only do advocacy for abortion and reproductive rights, they provide services, and that we would be able to reopen our clinics and provide much, much needed services for certainly abortions, but also for to preserve the health of, of women in all sorts of ways that go well beyond uh, abortion service. Do you think a year from now we're still going to be waiting for a decision in this case? Is that how this probably I, rolls I out? I hope not. It. I hope that it's on a little faster timeline than that. Yeah. I, my inkling is that it is, but, you know, I heard you all trying to predict the Chiefs game tomorrow. <laughs> I think predicting this, the timeline for this would sort be of like e- the same e- equally thing. challenging, yes. Well, I appreciate you both coming in to share your views here. You just heard the voice of Rabbi Doug Elpert, also joining us, the Reverend Holly McKissick, about this lawsuit that religious leaders have filed uh, against the state of Missouri, against its abortion ban. Thank you both for your time. Appreciate you it so very much. much. Thank, Thank you so much. Bet. Appreciate it. Go Chiefs.